Hello and welcome to the weekly Global Heartstream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, a professional coach, artist, and speaker who enjoys traveling the world, connecting with amazing people, and talking about the longest, most rewarding journey that you'll ever embark on, the 12-inch journey between your head and your heart. Through individual and group coaching programs, online courses, and live seminars, I teach a heart-centered approach to personal mastery, leadership development, and spiritual growth that helps people become the most loving, joyful, and powerful version of themselves. The Global Heartstream is a weekly dedicated space to help you reconnect with your heart, raise your vibrational frequency, and remind you just how powerful, loving, and amazing you already are. It's also an invitation to unify our hearts with the intention of bringing more love, compassion, and healing to a world that so desperately needs it. You can find out more about my work by visiting gabrielgonsalves.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, and register for my upcoming seminars. And if you enjoy this heart stream, please be sure to subscribe, like, or comment so that we can reach more people and help make this a more loving, compassionate, and heart-centered world. Hello and welcome to another inspiring episode of the Global Heartstream. I'm your host, Gabriel Gonzalez, welcoming you from the beautiful city of Granada on this 22nd of March, right at the cusp of the spring equinox. So happy spring equinox, Mary, Amanda, Marjorie, Barbara, Ellen, Simona, Vincent, Chichi, <laughs> Cindy, Mariette, Mary Goodman, and everyone else who's joining us on this beautiful day. I don't know what the weather is like where you are in the world, but today is one of those really, truly beautiful spring days here in Granada in the south of Spain. And we continue on this series of conversations we've been having about sacred self-care, different kind of self-care that involves nurturing the heart and the soul through the vibration of love. And today we're talking about healing through creativity. As I said earlier, this has been part of an ongoing series of conversations we've been having about what it means to truly nurture ourselves and nurture not just our physical bodies, but also our hearts, our souls. You know, I don't know if you've ever been, if you've ever had this experience of sometimes of feeling that it's not so much the physical body that is worn down and exhausted, but you get the sense of like, my soul is so tired. It's almost like what I'm feeling is deep down within me. It goes beyond the physicality or your emotions. It's almost like at the level of my soul. And that's when you need to practice, I think, this sacred acts of self-love through compassion, through appreciation, through forgiveness, through so many of the tools and practices that we've been doing over the past few weeks and, and actually do engage in week after week. So let me ask you, since we're talking today about this process of healing through creativity, and we're going to be looking at exactly what I mean by that, do you have a creative outlet that you turn to when you're feeling hurt, overwhelmed, or stressed? 
If you do, I'd love it if you could share it in the comment section below. And obviously, we're talking about different creative outlets and different things that you can do to channel your emotions, your grief into some creative project. I want to welcome, yeah, those of you who are late arrivals. Hello, Geraldine. Hello, Marilyn. I want you to know that I really and truly appreciate all the comments that you make here week after week. I don't always have the opportunity to reply to them, but I do read the majority of them. And so thank you very much. So while you are doing this, while you're typing in your answer, your favorite creative outlet that you use for healing, whether that could be singing, dancing, uh, gardening, we're going to be talking more about what those could be. Um, just share it. And uh, while you're doing that, I want to let you know that... Um, Registration is now open for the first Path of the Heart seminar taking place June 2nd to the 4th in Lisbon, Portugal. This is the first Path of the Heart seminar that I've had the opportunity to organize and produce in a very, very, very long time. And so I am inviting you to participate in this really, truly transformational experience. This is the first one, of course, of many that are going to be coming over the next few um, months. Uh, my friend uh, or my partner in this venture, uh, Sonia, is helping me organize not only seminars in Lisbon, but also here in Spain, uh, in Italy, in Austria, and uh, next year, God willing, and the creek don't rise uh, in the United States and in uh, the East Coast in Texas and then also in the Los Angeles area. Welcome, Danny. Uh, welcome, Vincent. Uh, welcome those of you who are yeah noticing more people arriving just now. Once again, thank you so much for being here today. So let's look at some of the answers that are coming up. Uh, uh, Simona says she enjoys using drawing. Uh, beating says Amanda, of course, you're South African, of course. How could you not beat? That's one thing I regret about my years in South Africa. I did not learn how to beat. Um, Marilyn says she enjoys music and dancing. Marjorie says, uh, I have a practice of doing ink and watercolor, intuitive drawings, focusing on what I'm processing emotionally and mentally. Wow, that's amazing. I love to see some of your work, Marjorie. Cindy says, journaling, painting, and making copper jewelry. Wow, that's amazing. Taking a hammer to metal is a great stress reliever. <laughs> yeah, I am bad. I bet it is. Uh, Maria says she enjoys singing. Uh, Helen says, um, writing and journaling, music and dance. Uh, Ellen says, sewing, uh, knitting, writing. Uh, Barbara says painting and uh, Geraldine says writing and flower arrangement. Wow, some really beautiful creative ways of channeling your emotions and obviously healing. And here's the thing that I want to really hammer in today's conversation. To heal, you have to feel. Okay. To heal, you have to feel, which is why having some kind of a medium or practice that allows you to not only feel 
your emotions, but then take that feeling and turn it into something new, something um, that you create. It's almost like transforming, you know, using the power of your creative imagination and your on your hands, that pain, that wound, that dissatisfaction into some form of creative expression that I believe has the capacity to heal others. So thank you so much for sharing with me some of the some of these wonderful ways in which you're channeling already. And so for those of you who were not with us last week as a way to kind of like recap some of the kinds of pain that we've been talking about uh, as it regards to healing, uh, we can experience physical pain, emotional pain, uh, spiritual pain, the kind of pain that we feel when we feel disconnected uh, from God, which is one of the things I believe I came here to support you and support humanity, helping reestablish the connection to God through the heart. Relational pain, pain that arises from conflict, mental pain, existential pain, man, that kind of pain where you don't know why you're here, you don't know what to do with your life. Um, you know, I have my friend Saul from Colombia. I remember growing up, he used to have this expression that I absolutely loved when he referred to somebody who was experiencing this kind of existential pain. And he would say, this guy is looking for a tree to hang himself. Like he doesn't know what he can't decide what tree to hang himself from. <laughs> you know, So like he's in so much pain and he's looking or something to give him a reason to live, or something that will put him out of his misery. And I can certainly relate to that feeling. I've been there so many times myself. Uh, financial pain, social pain, cultural pain. We've been looking at all of the different kinds of pain. And we've also been talking about how ultimately this pain and, and normally the trauma that accompanies it, what ends up what we end up calling pain or trauma is normally how our nervous systems, our psyche responds to it. In other words, what happens inside as a result of that pain, which is why it's so important as Jesus the Christ reminds us in the Gospel of Thomas to bring it out. And this is where then today's conversation will be really useful to many of you. So last week we spoke about if you want to turn your pain into purpose, you have to acknowledge the pain. You have to do the necessary forgiveness work with regards to yourself and other people and recontextualize the experience. In other words, rise to a higher perspective, identify your values, your passions. In other words, rededicating this pain and then setting a goal or action. And now the process of healing through creativity is in essence this exact same process except the goal is some kind of creative project through some kind of creative medium the first thing that you want to do in order to heal through creativity is to give yourself a mission to feel and express your pain this is ultimately what it's all about to bring it forth okay the teachings of jesus in the gospel of thomas say if you bring forth that which is within you, that which is within you will give you life. If you withhold that is which that which is within you, it that which is within you will kill you. So what is it that it's going to give you life? Well, 
expressing that pain through kindness, through kind, through some kind of a creative outlet. But if you do not express it, if you don't allow that energy to move through you, that emotion, that anger, that sadness, that grief, whatever it is, it will metastasize inside of your body as some kind of some kind of form, some form of disharmony or disease. Hence the dictum. To heal, you have to feel. So give yourself permission to feel and express that pain. And as you do that, step number two, you need to identify the emotions that you're feeling. So not, don't just feel for the sake of feeling, but give yourself permission to recognize, wow, it's grief when I'm, when I'm feeling. Like I know in my, my groups that I run, you know, and some of you here, Ellen, Mary, Mariette, and several of you have been in workshops with me. Sometimes many of us come into our heart circles and when we check in with each other and like we ask, how are you feeling? Sometimes there a very common response is like, I'm just feeling this very deep sadness. Don't know where it came from. I don't know what triggered it. Well, all I know is that I'm sitting with a very deep, heavy feeling of grief. It's almost like my grief is coming from almost like my soul. You know, and many of us who are here, who are heart center, who are empathic, uh, very often pick up the emotions of people around us. So sometimes what we're feeling is not our own grief, but we're feeling the grief of the planet, the grief, uh, the grief of our family, the grief of society, the grief of people who are always so busy, so disconnected from their own pain that we as a service to them allow for a channel for that grief to be felt, to be acknowledged, and to be ultimately released. So the next step is to choose some kind of a creative activity. And not just any activity. Choose one that resonates with you. Okay, so in my case, for the past seven, eight years, I have been music and playing music and writing music and, and, and sharing my music as a way to heal and in fact, the music has, paid, has played such an important part of my healing that I'm now finally ready to start sharing this music with the world. So something you're going to start seeing over the next few weeks is the more musical aspect of myself as I start sharing this music with you. And trust that the music, which was my medicine, which was my healing, will also help bring about healing in you and in your loved ones and in the world. So if you don't like music, if you're more, if you enjoy writing, then write. If you don't, if you enjoy spending time in nature, then garden. I mean, the creation of a garden, it's a really beautiful way to express your creativity and will not only be healing to you, but it will also be healing to the people who have the opportunity to walk through that garden, to experience that garden. Now, once you've chosen what that activity is going to be, then create without judging yourself or criticizing yourself. All right. Why do you want to stop the judging and the criticizing? Because you're using this as a as an outlet to feel and allow your emotions to flow. So it's very difficult to allow an emotion while at the same time you're judging. It's kind of like what Mother Teresa used to say was uh, that you cannot love one person and judge them at the same time. She said you can both cannot coexist. 
All right. Only by releasing your judgment can you really and truly accept that person. So that doesn't mean that the thoughts are not going to come up. What I'm in essence suggestion is that you allow the thoughts that come up and but don't get attached to the judgment that may rise or the criticizing ego or mind that we all have. We all have a monkey mind that is constantly comparing ourselves. So allow it to come up, but allow your focus, your awareness to be on the heart, to be on your emotions, which is the next step. Allow your emotions to flow and to even guide your creative process. So if you are dancing, give that anger the expression and dance with anger. If you are painting, then paint with anger. I mean, you could see like some paintings where it's clearly uh, expressed the anger. Like whenever I see, for example, a Jason Pollock painting, I'm like, whoa, this guy must have been a very angry dude because it's almost like, it's like I can imagine like all the strokes and the splashes going there as an expression of anger. And if you're feeling love and you're feeling like this beautiful, exalted feeling of like joy, then allow yourself to pain with that joy. So see what I mean? If you want to dance and you're feeling anger, then play angry music with lots of drums and lots of percussion and things that would allow you to like, ah, release that anger. And if you're feeling some sadness, then play sad music and move to the sadness music. Play violence, for example. I find in my case, like the violence and a lot of flutes, super sad and bring up a lot of grief. In fact, um, when I sit in ceremonies with my teacher, Adrian, he plays the shakuhachi flute, which is a traditional Japanese uh, Zen, Zen Buddhism type of flute. is used for primarily for Zen meditation. But every time he plays his flute, I just start crying. And it's almost like my soul is being cleansed as I cry. So feel the emotion. Allow the emotions to guide this creative process. And then... As you do this process, as you're nearing the end, as when you're putting away your intent, your your utensils, whatever it is that you use, your tools for this creative means, reflect on the work and what you've learned about yourself. Practice self-care throughout the process, which is the essence of what we have been discussing here all month. In other words, move through this creative process with a tremendous amount of compassion. You know, allow yourself to be your own parent who is watching over the five-year-old in you that is wounded, that is feeling alone, unloved, hurt, and hold this child while this child is painting with his crayons, you know, dancing or attempting to learn a new skill. This is what it means to practice self-care from an absolute place of compassion. One of the things that you can do is if you cannot bring about this type of love and, and compassion for yourself, why not invite one of your spiritual masters to hold that space for you? Why don't you say, in essence, Jesus, come and hold me while I go through this process. That I cannot feel compassion for myself as I go through this process. I cannot offer myself this deeper acceptance or unconditional love than have a master such as Jesus the Christ or Gautama the Buddha, one of the archangels. Or you can even just imagine that 
your late grandmother who loved you when you were a child is there present with you. Um, so the important thing is that you bring about the energy of unconditional love, which is the essence of what sacred self-care is all about. Examples of creative mediums. Well, you have already shared some quite a few of them. So in fact, uh, I think some later arrivals came in. We have uh, uh, Evan. Hi, Evan. Welcome. Evan says he enjoys hearing and sharing life stories through Toastmaster. Yeah, storytelling is a wonderful way to share your emotions, especially if you have the capacity to bring about your own emotion to the stories. Um, Native Cheek says writing stories. And uh, let's see. Amanda says, Mary, I love Mary. Which Mary? <laughs> Mary, who's here online with us? Oh, Mother Mary. All right. So writing, journaling, doing poetry, storytelling, drawing, painting, doing sculptures or ceramics, anything that uses your two opposing thumbs, photography, videography, music, they're playing an instrument, dancing to the music or just simply movement doing drama, theater, where you get to create worlds. Um, in fact, you know, for me, one of the most cathartic healing experiences of my life was when I was in my early 30s and I had a big breakup, major breakup and, you know, love, romantic disappointment. And I remember that uh, at that time, I decided to channel all the brokenheartedness and the pain and the grief into a script for a television pilot that I wanted to make. And so I put all my deep desires, I put all my pain, I put it into the characters. You know, I had the characters, I wrote about the characters expressing the same kind of disconnection and pain that I was feeling. So I used that, that pilot, uh, that script as a way to express my own feelings, my own emotions. Knitting, crotcheting, uh, or other kind of arts that involve working with fibers, woodworking, carpentry. That's for me, that's one of my, also one of the ways in which I like to express my creativity. Um, cooking and baking, that's another one. My gosh, some people just use all their, their creativity. Now, what I do want to say, though, if you ever saw the movie um, uh, Water for Chocolate, Como Agua para Chocolate, I can't remember how... Yeah, like like water for chocolate. I think that's um, that's what it was called. Uh, you know, be sure that if you're gonna cook, you you are cooking in a place where you're experiencing feelings of love. Don't cook with anger. <laughs> you know what will happen to the food in this movie that uses a lot of uh, magical realism. The main character, she's ha also having a uh, she's going through a lot of grief as she's cooking, and her tears fall upon her food. And then everybody who eats this amazing food begins to cry. <laughs> okay. So if you are going to be cooking, uh, do make sure that you're cooking with uh, emotions that are, yeah, they're going to enhance the food, not actually make other people sick. Uh, gardening or floral arrangements, interior design, home decorating, uh, turning a creative idea into a business. Why not? You know, for... But the majority of entrepreneurs, you know, the, their business is a creative outlet. It's an opportunity to create something new, different, that is unique. It certainly has been 
my case, you know, one of the reasons I like to do everything that I do and what I do and, and my programs and my courses and putting together these lights, it's all part of the creative self-expression. Pottery and ceramics, sewing embroidery, I think these are repeated, candle making, uh, soap making, jewelry making. We had already somebody here speaking about uh, doing copper jewelry. So remember the key at the end of the day is to find a creative medium that resonates with you, that is aligned with you, maybe one that you want to uh, learn or express and allow yourself to express yourself in a way that feels very you, very authentic and meaningful. So again, I want to take you through the steps. Give yourself a mission, number one, to feel and express the pain. Okay, if you want to use creativity as a way of healing, first acknowledge what is the feeling that you like to express. Give yourself permission to feel it. Number two, identify the emotions that you're feeling. It's important also that you that you address, like you, oh, I'm feeling anger. Um, I remember uh, when I first arrived in Granada, I wanted to connect with this group. And it's a group that sort of met for sightseeing. And, um, you know, it's one of those groups that meets through, um, I think it was Meetup or, or one, of those, uh, one of those companies. And so they were already fully booked, but I went to the group anyway, you know, and, and thinking there's probably going to be some cancellations at the last moment. And so I'm just going to go ahead and go. And so I went. And they were fully booked and they would not let me in. And I, I remember begging to the guy, please let me in the group. I really want to be part of it. And he just kept saying, no, I can. If I let you in, I have to let somebody else in and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I felt so rejected. I felt so angry. But on my way back home from that experience, a beautiful song about St. Francis came. And it was a song that had already started to come. And I remember I connected with St. Francis feeling rejected, obviously, by his friends once he began to have all of these spiritual experiences. And so I, I lent my feelings of rejections and disconnection to the song that I had been working with. And then out of that, a really beautiful song came about. All right, so... As you engage then in the process, let go of the judgments, don't criticize yourself, engage in to the process fully, allow yourself to flow and your emotions to flow and your emotions to guide this creative process. And then when you get to the end of your creative process, reflect. You can journal about what you felt. Uh, acknowledge any new insights, anything that came up during the process, and then treat yourself during this entire time as you would a five-year-old child hold yourself the way god would hold you and invite the presence of a master like jesus buddha krishna your grandmother an angel i don't care but anybody that in your awareness is an expression of pure unconditional love all right my dear friends i think it's now time to move into our affirmations remembering that we first speak them out loud so that we can 
embrace them with a left brain awareness, the logical brain, and allow them to slowly begin to make their way to the subconscious so that when we are in our guided meditation and once we've activated the coherence, which is the unity between heart and mind and unity between all systems using the power of the heart, then we'll speak them again, all right? Ensuring then that they receive with the entire brain, left and right brain, received in our awareness and so that we can then embody them. I invite you to place the hand of your heart and please repeat after me. I now choose to embrace my full creative potential. I let my inner wisdom guide me towards greater emotional well-being. I am grateful for the healing I receive by expressing my creativity. Each time I create something, I take powerful steps towards my healing. The more I express myself creatively, the more I help others heal. Through creativity, I establish a deeper connection with my soul. God's love heals my heart and soul through creativity. And so it is, and it is so. I invite you now to, for the next few moments, set the intention to not only embody these affirmations, but also to move into the timeless dimension of the heart, the place within us where miracles are possible. We begin by breathing in and out of the heart, focusing the breath and our awareness in the middle of the chest. Beginning to breathe slowly, deeply, and nice and even. In and out of the heart. Breathing slowly deeply and evenly, breathing slower than you normally would, breathing deeper than you normally would. Allowing the breath 
to have a nice even rhythm so that the inhale and the exhale are approximately the same length. With every breath in and out of the heart, we give ourselves permission to relax more and more into the present moment. Relaxing more and more into the here and now, which is the only place where God exists. that right here and right now, God is. Knowing that in every breath that you take, God is. That in every heartbeat and the space between the heartbeats, God is. With each breath, you give yourself permission to let go of any unnecessary tension around the head, the neck, the shoulders. Letting go of necessary tension around the upper torso, the abdomen, the stomach. Letting yourself rest fully and completely in this present moment. Allowing life to take care of itself. Surrendering fully and completely. It's only, only dimension where God is. Now we evoke the feeling of gratitude and appreciation by thinking about something or someone we deeply appreciate and care for, or someone that we know appreciates us and cares for us. We bring a mental image of them into our mind's eye and we give ourselves permission to feel the feeling 
of gratitude and appreciation. Feeling gratitude for having this person in our lives or for being part of this person's life. Feeling gratitude also for how far you've come on your healing journey. Feeling appreciation for all those people in our lives who have supported us through our healing journey, who offered us their unconditional love, their companionship, their laughter, their sense of humor, their validation and their affirmation. Feel gratitude. Allow this feeling of gratitude to soften your heart, opening you to newer possibilities, to new insights, new awareness. Remembering the master Teacher's words, to those who have more shall be given. To those who have not, it shall be taken away. To those who have things to appreciate, more things to appreciate will be given. Therefore, feel this feeling of appreciation. Know that gratitude and appreciation are not only the keys to open your heart, they're also the key to abundance, prosperity, loving relationships, and wealth. For all of that which you appreciate, appreciates, gains in value. more you appreciate yourself, the more you affirm how valuable you are the more you appreciate others around you, the more value they feel. As you continue to breathe in and out of the heart, allow me now to speak the following words on your behalf. Dear God, 
our Heavenly Father and Divine Mother that beats inside of our hearts. Thank you for the gift of this life. Thank you for the opportunity to come together at this particular time for the purpose of unifying our hearts to thee, to each other, and to life. For we know that you are the life. You are the presence that permeates all of life the creation and the creator in one. In the name of Jesus the Christ, in the name of my beloved I am presence and speaking on behalf of everyone here today, I declare the divine in me is the creator of my life experience. I am in me is the source of my creative potential. I declare my heart now the center of my creativity and joy. Knowing that right here and right now, by virtue of God's grace, my heart and mind are being healed of all of that which is keeping me from expressing my authentic self and my creative self. Letting go, releasing, surrendering all the emotions, energetic blocks, other people's beliefs and anything else keeping me from embracing my creative potential. Letting go of past childhood traumas. Letting go of intergenerational trauma. Letting go of social trauma. Planetary trauma that has affected me up until now. Opening the doors within me. To greater creativity to self-expression and to joy. Today, in God's name, I give myself permission to feel my emotions and to find the best, perfect, ideal, ideal vehicle to express them in creative ways. That as I feel my emotions, I may heal myself. That I may heal myself so I can help heal others. And that I may help heal others to help heal the world. I give thanks for the opportunity to be of service to life by engaging 
in the process of healing through creativity. I give thanks for the opportunity to be an instrument of God's will. Knowing that the more I create, the more I am like God. For God is the creator of all things that there are. In the name of divine love, in the name of creation itself, in the name of healing myself, I now declare, please repeat after me. I now choose to embrace my full creative potential. I let my inner wisdom guide me towards greater emotional well-being. I am grateful for the healing I receive by expressing my creativity. Each time I create something, I take powerful steps towards my healing. The more I express myself creatively, the more I help others heal. Through creativity, I establish a deeper connection with my soul. God's love heals my heart and soul through creativity. And so be it, and it is so. Amen. For the next few moments, allow the feeling of gratitude to continue to grow within your hand and expand all around you. Seeing, feeling, and imagining our hearts now creating a larger, expanded field of love that begins to surround each other, our friends, our families, and the entire planet with this love.
Let the love of your heart unify with the heart of God now. Be a vehicle through which love can flow not only through you to every organ and cell in your body, but also to your friends, your families, and every sentient being in the world. Knowing that you are the world. For that the entire cosmos lives in you and you are a unique expression of the cosmos itself. Feel the gratitude, feel the appreciation. Feel the love. No, this love is real. No, this love is healing. No, this love is lifting you up. No, this love is opening you to new possibilities. No, this love is helping others heal. Heavenly Father, Divine Mother, I thank you in the name of everyone here today for healing our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our soul. I thank you for helping each and every one of us to be a vehicle of your love and your healing. May each and every one of us fully embrace our potential for creativity. That we may channel all the emotions, all wounds, all trauma, and transform them into creativity. In the same way in which manure becomes food for beautiful plants and a garden that nurtures life, may our old emotions, wound and pain be transformed into great works of art that bring healing and inspiration to others. May our healing be the healing of our family and our friends. And may our healing be also the healing of every person in the world. For this I give thanks. For this, I am infinitely grateful. Amen. Staying in this space of receptivity, we now ask our hearts, my heart, what is the highest possibility for me to express my pain, my grief, my sadness, my disconnect through some kind of creative project? How can I use a creative medium to heal at deeper levels 
than I have up until now. What would you love to create? you receive these answers from your heart, take a moment to feel appreciation, to say thank you, knowing that right now by simply asking the questions, you're now creating a direct relationship with your heart that opens you for new insights to be revealed. Begin now to return to the full awareness of our time together, gently opening our eyes as we once again get comfortable with the space that surrounds us. Feeling wonderful, feeling refreshed, feeling re-energized, feeling more connected to ourselves, to each other, to the planet and to our own divinity. Hmm. As we're bringing our time together to a close, let me ask you, what new insights, realization or awareness are you taking away from our time together? What did you realize? What did you remember? What did you discover? I'd love it if you could share that in the comment section below or in the comments here. I want to remind you that yeah, we continue next week with the final part of these five-part series on sacred self-care where we're going to be focusing on cultivating self-compassion. So remember today when I spoke about learning to hold yourself the way a loving parent holds a five-year-old child, that's what we're going to be exploring next week, how you can learn to do that with yourself as you are embarking on your healing journey, using creativity, turning your creativity, or turning, yeah, your pain into creativity and your creativity into projects. And sometimes for many of us, your projects into a, even a business, why not? You know, if you recall the story of Amy Beal, the Amy Beal Foundation that I spoke about last week, that's exactly what happened with Amy Beal's parents. They turned their pain into a creative projects helping South African youth. And then that became a not-for-profit organization. And so my business, you know, my practice, art and mind consulting, my coaching business began also as a, as an expression of uh, the journey, the healing journey that I underwent. And then my desire to bring about many of the tools that I have developed and bring them and share them with other people. All right, my dear friends, 
that wraps it up for today. If you haven't already done so, I really would appreciate if you can like, comment on this video if you haven't already done that, and subscribe to the channel so that you can continue to receive notifications every time that we go live and for more upcoming videos. Uh, let's see some of the comments that came. Uh, Leila says, uh, thank you so much, Gabs. What a wonderful guided meditation. I'm feeling so refreshed. Uh, Ali says, thank you. You're very welcome, Ali. Simona says, I feel inspired to paint beautiful flowers. Lovely. Uh, Amanda says, thank you. I am special and unique. Yes, that's how God sees you. That's who you are. Uh, Mary says, my pain losing my husband led me onto the right path. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's been the case in my own life as well. Mariette says, God's healing just oozes out of me and overflows into other people's. Yeah, that's what, that's what the be of channel of God's healing ultimately it's all about. All right, my dear friends, we've come to the end of our time together. Once again, thank you for lending me your hearts and your ears. I hope you received a lot of value from today's uh, conversation and meditation. Please remember that these kind of meditations are always here available for you afterwards. If at any time you feel like you would like to come and redo them or re-experience them, they're always available as kind of an archive whenever you need them, whenever you want them. All right. I wish you a really wonderful spring. Spring is already here to stay, <laughs> like the song goes. Please be loving, caring, compassionate with yourself so that you can do the same thing with others. The next week, I send you all of my love from my heart to yours. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining me in this week's Heart Stream. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to yourself and your divinity, to the planet, to others, and to all of life. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications about upcoming broadcasts. And if you would like to sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, or register for my upcoming trainings and seminars, be sure to visit my website, gabrielgonzalez.com. Until the next time, please take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. And as always, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye for now.